All right, live from Lower BCC, this is Evening Sports. We're back. It's been a long, long time since we've been on the air, um, but we're really happy to be back in the studio. I'm your host, Kyle Majors, along with Jack Sarasulo and Drew Labogi. Big three right here. How you guys feeling tonight? <laughs> good. Yeah, fine. You know, doing a... Doing yeah, good. Drew. Drew's on uh, Zoom right now. Still got the uh, little two-in-one protocol in the in the studio. But yeah, it's good to, it's good to be back. Um, we haven't been on here in such a long time that so many championships have been traded and so many events have happened in sports. So we're going to try to talk a little bit about all of that tonight uh, and more. So we wanted to start tonight with, I guess, the first major thing that happened since we've been gone, the college football playoff. Uh, obviously, Bama took home the chip. But I guess we'll talk about the whole playoff as a whole. So what were your opinions on, you know, the first round and then obviously the championship as well? Um, kind of anticlimactic, I would say. That, that That's like a word. I, mean, I agree. They were yeah. all like blowouts. Like none really, like I guess Clemson and Ohio State was close for like a half. Alabama and Ohio State was close for like a quarter. Notre Dame. That was, Notre Dame Alabama was just, Everyone knew it was just—it was inevitably to be a blowout. So I mean, like, not much. I, I don't have much to say about it except Devontae's a beast. Yeah, as much of a blowout as like the Ohio State game was in the semifinal, like it was still fun to see like Clemson kind of go down. Yeah, just... I mean, I mean, like, I guess it was pretty much a blowout, and and you know, there's not really much to be said about the football that was played, but. How do you guys feel just in general? I feel like there's a bigger conversation to be had about, like, one, uh, you know, the the kind of, like, um, gap in college football. Like, obviously, Bama, it was, like, way better than everyone. So, one, there's, like, a conversation to be had about that. Like, how do you feel that this gap could be closed? And then, two, would you – would or maybe would an answer to that be potentially uh, expanding the playoff or – would you like to see the playoff expanded in any way? I think it's just like it's my thought process is like we should like every year it's tough when like a team like Coast Carolina or like like Cincinnati UCF UCF like those kind of teams of mid majors kind of where they have like the best season they possibly could have and it's still not enough to put them in like a top four spot. So I guess that's kind of where the fall process is like if you spend like eight you can do like all the conference winners like Pac-12 all those conference winners and then add like at-large mid-major so that teams like Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina can make it in when they have these Cinderella seasons because like I, I would much rather see like Cincinnati play Bama if it's going to be a blowout either way I'd much rather see Cincinnati play Bama than Ohio yeah, State would, for the eighth time <clears throat> it would be like this this kind of would be like would have been a great year for them to try something like that out just because they didn't play a lot of games, and they would have had the energy and like like they would kind of want to play those games, those extra ones. But like even like a play-in game would be kind of fun for the fourth seed. Just like if it's really close between two teams and somebody's on the bubble, then like you could see everybody get their shot. Yeah, a four versus yeah. five. I would like that because that's like more so what I was thinking about. There's always like that one team. I don't know if this year is much, but like what was it last year or two years ago when Ohio State kind of got snubbed? I think two or three years ago. There's always like. There's always the fives always like it snub. An argument, and it's like, and it's what I noticed. It's always like 
they always prefer the blue blood over like the new team. Like yeah. the first time it was like Ohio State got in over like I think it was TCU or someone a couple of years ago. Yeah. Where it's like it's like the new team that everyone wants to see and they still get snubbed. The bigger because, market program. Yeah. Yeah, and like this year too, like I the whole season I was like, All right, Notre Dame. Yeah, they're yeah we a no one season. yeah they're a perfect season, but they don't really play anyone. They don't play in a conference. And when they do play they people, it's either with a like Clemson. Their biggest win was against a backup quarterback that they yep. should have lost. Exactly. So and that was like a walk or that was like a very was, close yeah, game overtime. Um. So like I, I'm always very low on Notre Dame and like their credibility. So like yeah, I mean a play a playing game would not be uh, a bad idea at all. Um. As far as Bama goes. Obviously, they had a phenomenal year. Some really, really talented players. Um, what are your kind of projections for their their star guys in terms of like the NFL, whether it be the draft or just like the potential that their career has in general? Well, I don't know. Whether, if Drew, whether it be Smith, I don't know or, if Drew's seen it, but a lot of mocks have either Smith or Waddle going to the Giants. It's really? like look like a partnership. Look, well, because Smith goes to the Dolphins. Smith keeps drop. Well, like they have that the LC receiver Jamar Chase going. Like first the receiver, Dolphins. yeah, like earliest, and then they have like a couple guys going, and then they have Pitts, the tight end from Florida, going. So it's like Devontae's kind of like kind of getting lost in the shuffle from all these guys and like all the off the linemen. So I mean, Cena, right? Yeah, yeah. Penny, wait, what is his name? Yeah, what's his name? Sewell, yeah, Penny Sewell. But I mean, if somehow, some way, he drops to the Giants at eleven, I would gladly take him. If either of the two drop to the Giants, I'll gladly take either of them. How you feel about that, Drew? Yeah, I, I think it would be really exciting to see. I'm kind of just excited to see, like, how Devontae Smith is able to, like, make a name for himself in the NFL because he doesn't really, like, he is, he's kind of like a meme. Like, he doesn't look like a NFL yeah, receiver. He really the lanky arms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the The meme of his yeah. arms, and he had, like, the pulled up. Yeah. The pulled top. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind him on the Dolphins. I mean, because he – because, like, the Dolphins are going to take into account the fact that he played with Tua. You know what I mean? I mean, it's so, the same thing with, like, Jamar Chase and Burrow. That That's why everyone has Chase going to, like, the Bengals possibly because Burrow played with him. Yeah, so they got to take that into account. So I guess I wouldn't really mind either. Um, I just, we uh, like, obviously we need a wide receiver really bad. Um, so I hope that they take a wide receiver because I know Sewell is kind of in the radar too. So I don't know. I would like the Dolphins to take – a wide receiver, and then they have like a thirty pick in the thirties, a second, a first, a second first round pick, like another first round pick. I would like to see them take a running back, and I wouldn't mind if they took Najee Harris. I also wouldn't mind if they took uh, Etienne from Clemson. Um, both of those guys are like highly. That's why you got all those picks, though. It's like you exactly. Can, you can yeah. take a running back in the first round. Yeah, so I wouldn't mind Harris and Smith. Although that, I don't know if that'd be like the smartest thing to do because you're taking like two dudes from Bama. Uh, you got to assume one of them might not yeah, like, mature. I but. mean, the Giants love their Bama guys. I feel like every year they draft a Bama guy in the first or second round. Yeah, and then if that is the case, they would have Tua, Harris, Smith. You're basically just Bama <laughs> again with some other guys, you know. But um, I wouldn't mind it. I really wouldn't. That's like two big needs for the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, the college connection is a real thing. I mean, it probably is helpful. I mean, it's like probably not the best theory to just draft everyone from the same college, but yeah. if you can... And again, it's just three guys. If you can, it's it's not bad, especially if they're in the same like position group, like quarterback, receiver. Yeah. And they are, it's not just like you're just drafting them because they play together. They also are some they're, of the They're just players. the top players at their position. Yeah, in their position. So, yeah. Um, but other than that, college football, we're going to move on to the Super Bowl. I guess before we get into the Super Bowl... 
Uh, we could talk a little bit about our teams. We kind of did a little bit. Um, the well, the fact that we're talking about their draft means they probably didn't do so long. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, I mean. I know, I know. They, we both had we some. Had a lot. We actually have a lot to talk about. So some. let's start with the Giants, right? They got uh, played we, a little bit. We got sudfelded. <laughs> they got played a little bit at the end of the season. We never got to talk about that on the show because I think. Uh, that was over break. We were yeah. already at home. Yeah, we, we were over break already. So talk, just just lay it out. Lay it out for me Drew, as Drew Giants can, fans. Drew's got it. Drew's. What Drew can start. Drew can start. Drew can start. Just lay out the the feelings, the, the uh, everything, the scenario. Emotions. I mean, like the night of that Eagles Redskins game, I was obviously like, I, I don't think I've ever been more invested in like a non Giants game, like Week Seventeen game. Yeah, and I I just actually couldn't believe when they took out Jalen Hurts and like pretty much it was so obvious that they were throwing the game. But, I mean, I guess Doug Peterson got what he deserved. A lot of people were unhappy about that, even Eagles fans. Some, some want their draft picks. Some want uh, to lay it all out there every time you play. But it definitely hurt, and I don't know. It just it's disappointing. I mean, my, my thought process is it's not that if they had just start, if they had just sat Hurts in the beginning of the game and were like, you're not playing at all, then it's like, okay, fine, get it, whatever, play. But then the fact that, one, you have Carson Wentz on the bench, who you know is your backup. Like, you're not going to, like, he's there to, like, be put in as the backup quarterback, and they still put in, they go to their third string. Like, why is Wentz not playing at all? That just yeah. makes no sense to me why. Yeah. I mean, at that point, they had probably already lost them. And they're all, their whole thought was, oh, we want to evaluate all our players. That guy, Sutfield, is not going to play another down in the NFL the rest of his life. That guy is the worst quarterback I've yeah. ever. It's not like you're, like, it's not like it's a guy, like, a developmental guy. I don't even, I can't even think of, like, a Josh Rosen, maybe, that where it's like, oh, yeah, we want to see, like, if he, like, has some juice in him. Yeah. That guy was not prepared to play one snap this entire season. Uh, so, so here's my take on it, right? So, because you know I was on the other side of it. Um, so, yeah, what they did was kind of a scummy move, right? But Giants fans walked away from that feeling almost entitled, like, the Eagles owed them something. Like, they owed them a win. And that's your rival. Like, they do not – they don't owe you anything, right, at the end of the day. And if you were in their position, you probably wouldn't want to win either. See, the thing is they're playing another rival that they're just – like, the re- yeah. the football team is just as big of a rival of the Eagles. Is. Like, they're all, like, similar rivalries like in th- throughout the NFC. So it's like, yeah, you're like – you want the Giants not make it, but by the Giants not making it, you're letting the, Redskins the football, team make, football team make it. I also think that, like, the – if the uh, Eagles win that game, you get some satisfaction of like it hurts. knocking out a team that could have been in the playoffs. Like that's a, that's like a small victory that you can take with you. But uh, also, I don't know. That's, that's how I kind of look at it. Too. Also, it's it would be a little bit different if like Hertz had already like kind of proven himself as like the de facto starting quarterback for the team. But, like Hertz had played what two or three games at that point. They still don't really know who they their quarterback. They could easily just draft. They could easily draft the quarterback this Year. draft. Yeah. And, like, maybe another, if you play that half and Hurts kind of does a better job and, like, finishes the game off, like, really strong, maybe he, they go into the year with Hurts. Like, it, there was still a lot more for them to to figure out in terms of their starters before that game ended. And I feel like they just kind of threw it away just for not really any reason. Yeah. Because their quarterback is on, because their coach is on the outs. Regardless of, like, you, you make a good point on the whole, like, oh, would they beat the Redskins or, or the football team or they beat the Giants or, like, they're both rivals. 
But I'm just purely talking from, like, a Giants fan perspective. They really didn't owe you guys anything. No. And, like, that day, like, everyone was popping off, even the Giants players. And it's like, hey, you won six games at the end of the day. It's like maybe if you just won at least, like, one more of your ten losses – you would have been in the playoffs. So I mean, you don't yeah. really have the right. Yeah, like, no, we, not you, but like the Giants players too. Like they didn't even have the right to complain because it's like you had a very, very awful record at the it, end of the day. There would have been just, so many other teams that could have made it in your spot. It's weirder when like the players themselves, the Eagles players themselves, were upset about it. Like the, you could see like Hertz was like upset that he was getting like he. Yeah. Like they, that, and it's even worse. If the coach was like like Peters got fired the day after. So yeah. in, that, like, in reality, Eagles perspective, like that. I mean. That's like whatever, like that's their own thing that they got to figure out. I just think the Giants. If we're talking, fans yeah, I was gonna say complain. Giants. Like, yeah, sure. It's like not like they have no really right to say anything about it. I think the Eagles play like, from an Eagles fan perspective. I think it would be, I'd be upset with it, not because I'm a like not because I'm a Giants fan pretending to be an Eagles fan, but because like, dude, what is one pick gonna do? And it's like also the coach did because he thought he well, was. Well, that's the thing too. What was picking, their position in terms of I like they, win or lose pick position? <laughs> It was like 11 versus 7, maybe. 11 versus like 7. So, I mean, it is kind of, uh, that high up is kind of a big difference, yeah. but still, like. like you, got, giant, you guys, if you're giant. If no, 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 yeah. Probably want the no, it is a big difference, but, like, you basically embarrass yourself on, like, national TV having that quarterback play, and you have a young quarterback that you, like, I don't know. I feel like at that point, you should have just not played him at all instead of putting him in for two quarters yeah. and then benching him like that. I mean, it's like a 21-year-old kid. Like yeah, It was a three-point game. Yeah, like, I know. It's a bit unethical. I actually I could write about that in my ethics my <laughs> ethics class. A little yeah. bit unethical. But, you know, I think people will probably forget about I think, that next year. Honest, I think, like, Giants yeah, I'll forget, next year might I mean, be fun. They might be, like, I'll forget about it. They might be a little angry when but, it comes to that. But. I mean, the, my last thing on it is that the fact that it was so, there was such a disconnect between the GM and the coach at that point with how Peterson, like, was kind of on his way out, it just kind of messed the whole thing. I think if it was like a coach, that brand new coach that they knew, weren't confident in that he was going to be back next year, it wouldn't have been so like spur of the moment, like mm-hmm. bench yeah. in the third quarter, like what it was. Yeah. So anyway, talk a little about the Dolphins, my favorite team. Um, they had they a little week seventeen drama as well. You know, they had some drama, but I would say for the most part, like they um, gave me like some exciting football I mean, that, uh, before that. To that watch. Browns game, that was like. That was like their Eagles or the Browns. I mean, the Raiders. Week seventeen was in. Did they need Browns? Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant the Raiders game that they won. Oh yeah, well, obviously. I was talking about like week seventeen itself. Okay, so the the situation was like they either needed the they need a win, Browns lose, Ravens lose, Titans lose, Colts lose. There's four, or they win. So there's five possible things that could happen, and and all five of them didn't happen. (laughs) To be fair, it was all like the better teams. Like what Ravens played the the only one that really could have happened was Pittsburgh and Cleveland, and they benched all their stars. And they benched all their starters. Well, like Colts played like the Jags, I think. Right? Yeah, they played the worst team. Titans played someone bad, and the Ravens played someone bad as well. So. yeah, and we played uh, the Bills, so it wasn't. It was pretty hard as well. Um, I was a little upset about that, but like I wasn't like super upset either, because like I don't know if they made the playoffs, they probably would have got bounced like, yeah. right away. I was really really excited with the uh, Oakland game that they played the week before that. Uh, that yeah, the, the that would have pretty much knocked them out of contention. Um, Derek Carr kind of annoys me. He's a little smirk on his face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the that. guy from Toy Story, the the yeah the yeah, kid. Or yeah Sid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he threw that, that long touchdown to it. Was it Aguilar? Yeah, Aguilar had a great pat, and, like, season. Right and, uh, and then Fitzmagic came in there, <laughs> face mask and all, throws that bomb. 
And then we have no look. Sanders, who we just resigned. He's actually I saw that five, like twenty-two four million dollars. And uh, he's been, he was a really solid kicker this year, like really, really solid. Um, hit that game winner. But yeah, I mean, just for in general, um, the Dolphins, like it was a pretty good season for all things considered. I mean, how they were supposed to be were last year. Last year they were considered tanking. One of the worst teams. They like, were supposed ever. to be. They were supposed to be like tanking last. Year. Like they, yeah. they were literally getting accused of like intentionally losing last year yeah, to like, being almost in the playoffs the next year. They were year. close to not winning a game. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, I like Coach Flores. Uh, the defense was really, really good. Xavier Howard was really, really good this year. He had that one-handed pick on Mahomes. Um, and then other than that, I mean, offensively, I, I'm still sticking with Tua. He just had no weapons to work with at yeah. all this season. I like Gesicki. I like the tight ends, the whole tight end core. Other than that, I mean, when you have like a wide receiver, you got uh, the dude who's like was a quarterback at Navy. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't even have like real wide receivers. It's like you give them, you give them at least a little bit of leash next year. But they need to have like a backup option going in in case it doesn't work out. Like Fitzpatrick was like perfect because like he's like someone that can kind of uh, come off the pine and like play like out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and and he's like just as good as Tua, if not more I mean, better, a, because more experience. There's a chance they end up being five and three next year, six and two, and he still isn't playing up to par, mm-hmm. and they're gonna need like a like a person in case. Because like, no, I mean, did, did Fitzpatrick like sign anyone? I, I I don't know yet, but I'm saying like there will be a chance that he just doesn't end up showing up next year, even yeah. with the weapons, and they'll need someone to yeah, because even stopgap. Uh, because even like Parker like didn't really play to his full potential this well, year. Parker didn't really play in general. And I he feel was like hurt. he was hurt yeah. for portions. But even like in that Bills game, that which was like you know win and you're in. You know he had like a couple of really bad plays. One of them directly led to a pick um, where he slipped and it was he had a couple yeah he had a couple tip a tip passes tip passes. Yeah, so um, he didn't play to his potential this year. And then the rest of the receivers were kind of lost out there. So many tip passes, drop balls. And on top of that, the offensive coordinator didn't really let Tua let it fly at all. This they season. fired him too. They yeah, did. they fired him. Chan Gailey. They they never really let Tua throw the ball deep at all this year. So hopefully, all of that changes. Uh, and then, like running backs wise too, we had like uh, and yeah, revolving door. And, like, yeah, then you yeah, had a med. Multiple. It was like multiple running backs. There was three, yeah. three or four, and none of them really solidified themselves. And they were all kind of small. None of them were like real strong backs. That's why I would like Harris in there. But, uh, yeah, I mean. Grab a couple skill positions, get two behind there. I, I think that team's looking – that offense could be mean. Yeah, and that's why, like, everyone was, like – everyone was, like, basically sell your soul for Deshaun Watson. And it's, like, <laughs> as cool as Deshaun Watson is, like, he's obviously way, way better than Tua. He's, like, one of the better quarterbacks in the league. It's, like, if we did do that trade, we would have gave up, like, so many assets to the point where Deshaun Watson's really good, but he's – has no weapons. You're basically just the Texans again. The only thing is, the only thing is, it's like they'll never have a pick this high in the draft for like a long time because their team is just too good. Yeah. So it's like they needed, they need to know now whether like two is like the answer or not. Because if he's not, then this would be the perfect time to draft a to or trade. trade or trade the pick for it. Because they'll never have the assets. Yeah. Again. So that's like the only thing. Like, like they will never have assets or the pick to do it. In the future, but I mean, teams figure out how to trade up all the time. I, I, if they need to trade up next year for yeah, or I think figure it out. I guess it's just like a, just one of those decisions. Like you got to make it. Just one of those. Yeah, it's just like you, you won't know until you won't know until it's, it's until it's over. But I, I like the decision. And then one of the other kind of uh, leading kind of um, things that also makes me like the decision is because 
I just got a Tua jersey for Christmas, and I really don't want to have to buy a new jersey. So <laughs> I was kind of happy that they're sticking with them. So, yeah, uh, that's my take on the Dolphins. Not a failure of a season, even though they could have made the playoffs. Um, other than that, um, before we talk about the Super Bowl, is there any, like, playoff games that you really, really want to talk about or particular kind of storylines or people that you really want to talk about in terms of the playoffs? Um, Bills? Bills? Yeah. Those were fun. <laughs> the Bills were a lot of fun to watch this year. Yeah, they were. I, I got to admit, even though they kind of, like, made me mad a little bit, because um, they're in division. You put the stuff. curse on them. You put the curse on them. You're fun. No, I had the curse on. Uh, oh, you had the curse on Mahomes. Pat Mahomes, which it worked. <laughs> it off, yeah. But uh, no, um, yeah, the Bills. I mean, first of all, their jerseys were so clean. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, you just can't. Yeah, the you white. Can't even, you can't white not. Red. You can't not uh, recognize it. Their jerseys were so clean, the blues and the whites. But yeah. uh, Allen obviously had a phenomenal year. Diggs did really, really well. Um, let me down in fantasy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Cole but Beasley. He did really well. uh, yeah, Cole Beasley there. Beasley. They just had like a really good team, and and the thing is too, they're pretty young, you know. Like that's true. They're that's, that's, they're gonna be around, yeah, for a while. They had a couple of defend, defenders. They're they're right there. Yeah, JJ Watts out there. You never know. Could be that would be interesting. JJ, he's gonna want to go to a contender. Yeah, I mean, he's I saw the Browns. I saw the Browns. Around. I saw the Browns. Possibly that'd be fun with JJ and TJ. That would be a lot of Steel- wait. Isn't he on the Steelers? TJ is. I'm saying JJ was looking at the Browns. I'm saying the JJ is looking at the Browns. Oh, Versa. Yeah, okay, yeah Versa. Okay. Someone actually said like someone recently said Steelers. Well, because Steelers and, the obvious because yeah, and that would be cool two of them be on the same team. Um, so Especially like Packers, Steelers, Browns. Yeah. And also speaking of the Browns, what do you guys think of that playoff game, Browns Chiefs? Uh, Browns Chiefs or oh, Chiefs. Browns yeah. Chiefs because that was interesting, right? We had the opposite well, that one. You had very, the fumble into the end zone. Yeah, the fumble into the end zone that. Could have been a uh, helmet to helmet, and it t- I mean that that changed the entire game. The f- I mean, obviously Mahomes getting hurt made it a close game anyway, Mahomes and like obviously hurt Chad Henney coming in. Um, Any magic on yeah. fourth that fourth down? Oh yeah, the Henny yep. magic on Henny third uh, and the third down too. I mean, the third down made it the fourth down gave you the fourth down magic because yeah. it was what third and fourteen or something mm-hmm. like that, and it he had what a thirteen yard run. It was like he got yeah. down to like base of the first down line, and. uh on top of that, I mean, like, literally, like, one or two play difference, you got the Browns moving on. And I mean, that who would knows be, how far they yeah. go, you know what I mean? It would have been, or the Bills make the I mean, Super Bowl. Browns play the Bills, that's, you never know. I mean, yeah. I think I think if the Bills played the Bucks, it would have been the same result. I feel like Josh Allen and Mahomes are very similar. How they're, but the, the way Mahomes was trying to extend plays against the Bucks and kind of, it kind of bit him in the butt. Like, yeah. he was, like, getting sacked, like, 20 yards on the line. Allen was doing that against, like, bad defenses. I can't imagine what he was going to yeah. look like against. Um, another storyline, Drew Brees, potential retirement. Potential. Isn't it, is it official I think yet? it's official. I think well, it was pretty uh, – It's pretty clear. And he saw, didn't, he sign a, didn't he sign, like, an NBC he contract? He uh, yeah, a broadcasting contract. <laughs> but we know how that worked out for Jason Witten. That's so. true. But Jason yeah. – Jason um, Witten came back to play backup tight end for the Raiders. For yeah. Uh, he's going to sign – he's actually going to sign a one-day contract with the Cowboys and retire with the Cowboys. That's nice. They, had not, they announced that. But – uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the Saints, right? Tough way to go out. Really, really poor performance from Breeze. Especially because it was on Breeze, kind of. Yeah, and, you know, we talk about this a lot, but Tom Brady, man, he played so poorly against them. He played so he played so poorly. He threw, what, three interceptions? That was the Packers. He threw interceptions. Three, Didn't he throw two at least? He threw, and he threw, what, how many did he throw against the, he did throw a pick, I know. Let's see. 
That Ooh. game, all I remember is that Saints game. Well, I don't think he himself played bad. I think it just he didn't have to do much. He didn't play he didn't, have to, he, well. he didn't really have to do much. Saints, he had, yeah, he threw two touchdowns and no picks, but he only threw for 199 yards and only completed half his passes. Yeah, that so, like, game was solely won by the Bucks defense I mean, and the yeah, running backs. Uh, what's his uh Devin White and yep. he had the fumble too. He had the fumble. Yep. I think they were driving at one point, losing, and uh, Sean Murphy bunting. Maybe it was one of those guys punched it out, and Devin White had like a forty-yard return on a fumble. Yeah. Then you had the pick by Devin White, obviously. <laughs> Breaking news on evening sports, right? The Mets just posted thirty-five seconds ago. Tim Tebow is retiring. I saw that. Professional baseball. Yeah, Tim Tebow is retiring. Oh, man. Put, put his number up in the rafters. Yeah, retire that 15 on the Mets. That's pretty sad. But, uh, no, I mean, that Tampa Bay game, like, they solely won that because of the defense and the running backs. And then yeah, everyone I mean, at the end of the game, Leonard, oh, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. It's see, like he punched it in from the one. Yeah, I mean. You know what I mean? See, like, I've been, I was off the, so I was on the train, Tom Brady train when, Season started a little bit because, like, obviously went to the Bucks. I was like, I'll I'll see it how how it is. And they weren't that good, so I was like, yeah, I'll stay on the train. Like, I don't mind seeing and be like, okay. Mm. It's like, but then they kind of got the playoffs. And I was like, okay, was like this is fun, but like, hopefully they end up losing at some point. Yeah, that was really against them. And after that Saints and Packers game, I was like, you know what? I'm back on the Brady train. All week of Super Bowl week, you 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 heard I was saying I was on the Brady train. Like Brady's gonna win, and then I change a heart. On Sunday, as the game was starting, so you just listened to too many. Uh, I listened to too many talking heads on on ESPN and stuff. Frick, uh, I was just, I was against him the whole way, and like, yeah, too many people were in my I, ear. I don't know. I was so shocked that he was able to. I was getting clowned. Yeah, I was really shocked too, because like you said too, that Packers game he played so poorly. I mean, the Super Bowl was his best game of the playoffs by far. Yeah, because that's the thing. I will actually give it to him. He actually he, played. He actually, in the Super Bowl. He, I actually, yeah, he played like a legitimately great game. In the Super yeah, Bowl. he actually played really well, but. The Packers game, he played awful as well. I mean, because I mean, the defense showed up to every single game, like how they did in the Super Bowl. They showed up to every game like that. It's just that yeah. Brady never really put teams away. No. But the, the Super Packers Bowl, game, I mean, like, first of all, didn't play that well. I mean, they had chances. To, of all, they had chances to make that game a blowout. Let's go with the ending of that game where, you know, they kick the it. P.I. Oh, yeah, the kick. They oh, they kick, the kick, kick yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what, what take, would... You take the ball out of your best player's hands. Like, if he, if he doesn't get it, he doesn't get it, and... Whatever. You, you try and get a stop anyway. You throw that ball to Adams. Because either way, you need a touchdown. They made a, what, a five-point game? It was 31-23, uh, made 31-26. If you don't get it anyway, you still I mean, have... They're down eight, right? They're yeah. down eight. Yeah, you need a touchdown regardless. So either way, so if you keep the field goal, you still need a stop. It and you have touch- nothing. But if you go for it and don't get it... You still get a stop. You're probably, you have more... Fe- you have more and they're backed better, up on the Yeah, line. you have better field position, and you still need a stop. And probably, I think you get the two-minute... Was it past two minute warning? No, I think I don't think you still had it. Yeah. So, but either way, it's basically the same situation, but you have the chance of tying the game up with the. So yeah. I, I don't know. And then we also had Tom Brady, king of getting flags when Probably he needs them. <laughs> uh, at the end of the Packers game, it was a flag. It was a flag. It, it was a flag. It's just so Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. <laughs> the he bear, had a bunch of them. The Barry, yeah. First half of the Super Bowl, he had a bunch. I of mean, them. it's just like the one with there was one only one that I was like. Fed up with it was the one. It was the pick. He had the pick that Tyron Matthew caught, and they called a pi on or somewhere like away. It was it was someone that he wasn't even throwing to, like way off the ball. And it's like, yeah, it's a flag, but like, but they always seem to find those. Just seems like a handout. Yeah, they only seem to find those obscure calls when it's Brady. See, but like that's like the thing. It's like 
at this point, it's too many times to be luck. It's just too many times. Exactly. <laughs> too many of D Ford, all these other players. It's, it's just, no, it's just like at this point, it's just like he just. It's just he just is who he is. Like it's he's the best. <laughs> like you can't even like like it. There's uh, it's been enough years where it's just like it's too. Like I don't even know how to describe it. It's just yeah. so like unique. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he just got that that magic. Super Bowl game. Uh, Chiefs got blown out. Uh, it just really wasn't wasn't good for them. Uh, disappointing. Chiefs offensive line pretty I mean, much non-existent. It's it's what people thought could happen and it just kind of blew up in their faces like they were like they have no tackles and people were, oh it's just Mahomes it's fine like you have Mahomes and Tyreek and Kelsey it doesn't even matter yeah and it, it mattered a lot <laughs> would you like would you have liked to see them do more like short passes instead because like, they, you they, got Hill who was really really fast they tried they they really tried the screens were getting blown up by like the linebackers Devin White and Levante David played two of the even, best like, games slants though like little slants or I mean you, you at, they tried a lot. They tried almost everything. They the Bucks Stevens, you just gotta pour it out for them. They yeah. They played a, a phenomenal the playoff. Boy, the boy JPP. JPP had a great playoff. Him and him yeah, and Shaq Barrett. Ring. Him and Shaq Barrett had a great playoff. I mean, they were after him all game. Um, you gotta shout out the one guy on the Pats we didn't hate, Gronk. Right. Gronk had a good great game. You gotta shout out to him. He had a great game. After I also really thought, I also thought like Gronk was on a big day, and everyone's like, or our roommate, me and Drew's roommate, said Al, Cameron Brait was going to be all, the one getting all the catches, and he, he lied. Yeah. yeah. Well, another, Gronk, I another, mean, I, Gronk didn't really do much, like, the whole I mean, season, he had two, but then, yeah. you know? Well, that's what my theory was, was like, it's a, it's a Super Bowl, like, Brady's going to go to the guys he trusts the most. Uh-huh. Yeah, they just, like, switch it up, like, he or, was yeah, or they, him, like, all the time. They'll, they, they'll think they're going after Mike Evans on the goal line all the time, and it's going to be Gronk. Yeah. And it's like it's like why did Gronk come to this team out of retirement? That's why. I mean, Bowl? that's why. So once he gets to the Super Bowl, it's almost like it's like the Lakers, like they kind of coasted, and then it's like, hey, once we're at the Super Bowl, I mean, we'll turn it on. Yeah, we'll LeBron, LeBron, and Brady are kind of comparable, I guess, because it's just like they they've been through the season, their season, so many times that they know when they need to like go hard, when they know yeah. they can pull it back. Yeah, they've been there so many. times. I mean, that's, that's why the. LeBron was like the, in like the, when he was the Cavs, he would get like the four or five seed in the regular season, go on and just blow well, through, yeah, yeah, in the playoffs. Same way Brady was what the five, they were the five, they lost. The, they didn't even win the. They didn't win their division. division. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, the five uh, seed, blew through everyone. Two road games. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that wraps up the NFL. Anything else you guys want to talk about? What were the uh, the big trades that happened recently in the NFL? Oh, it's Stafford. Stafford, Stafford to the Rams. Rams. That's that's fun. I love Stafford. I'm a, I'm a big Stafford. I, I've I've my list of guys I like is like Stafford. Yeah, Stafford, Kyler, Kyler Russ. I knew that. Yeah, Kyler though, I gotta relax a little bit. Kyler was kind of playing shaky this year. Yeah, uh, but you know, but yeah, those guys. What are is guys. your take on that trade? Because that's actually a huge trade uh, when you consider everything that they gave up for. I mean, the Ram the Rams are like a Madden team now. The way they trade away first round picks. That's like yeah. me us playing yeah, Madden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the the Lions that was uh, they definitely got the butt end of that deal. I see I, I really don't think so. I mean the Rams, their window is so small at this point. They have well, yeah, Ramsey. You said the Lions that, that, the bu- that, No, go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say if you said like what you're saying is like the Lions have the butt end of the deal, like the bad end, I wouldn't say so. Golf I make fun of golf a lot, how bad he is. And I know we, people on Twitter, we follow, like, Barry, make fun of golf a lot. Mm-hmm. But golf, I mean, he is serviceable for, like, a year at a stopgap. And two first-round picks for a team like the Rams, who very likely could implode in front of our eyes in the next two years, 
that could turn into a top five pick if like they get lucky. So I mean, I would wait to see if they have the button in the deal until like twenty twenty three or whatever. Well, that's the thing I was gonna say too is like Matt Stafford's getting towards the end of his career, right? He's getting older now. Yeah. Donald's been hurt. Ramsey's ending his contract. Like and the thing is, they're they're in cap like the Lions time. are so bad. Like they're so bad. They're not gonna win in the next till till Matt Stafford's career is over. They're not gonna be good. They were stuck in like. A limbo with Stafford. They were Stafford was keeping them winning like five, six they games were, they every were, year. They're like the Orlando Magic. Yeah, they're, they're always an eight seed. They're they never got, gonna have a good. They got like Vuce, never yeah, be good Magic either. have like Vucevic and whatever, yeah. like keeping them kind of kind of right you never there. Never get a good pick. You never contend. You're right in the middle. And football, it's even harder. I feel That's like the worst place to be. And too. football, it's even harder because like football, you really have to build the draft. Yeah, and like so, getting that top pick is huge. So the Lions, they weren't gonna ever be good during the rest of Stafford's career. You take golf. They're still going to be bad, but now they have the extra draft picks to work with. It's really like you're going to be bad regardless. You might as well take the picks. For Stafford, they let him leave respectfully and go to a team that at least has more of a chance of contention. He deserves it. I, I They're honestly my early – they're my early um, – what you call it? Don't say Super Bowl pick. Not my Super Bowl pick. The team I want to see win. There's a lot of guys in that team that deserve to win. <laughs> okay. I respect Not that. Not who I think will win. Because it's the Giants that will win, but <laughs> really. But no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, um, we got about 24 minutes left in the show. Uh, so we'll talk about some NBA. That's kind of like one of our favorite sports to talk about on here. Should we talk about the MLB at all before that? I know the Mets. We talk about the Mets a little bit. Mets had a bigger offseason than the Yankees, surprisingly. The Yankees had a little low key move. So Mets big offseason. Kinda, a little disappointing. Though. I mean, disappointing because the first move was the biggest move, and everyone and thought the really, first like, move the was only big move. Everyone really thought the move. first move was gonna turn into like an explosion, four more moves. But like, everyone's like, "Oh, James McCann signed. That means they're gonna get Springer because they didn't get Real Muto." They're like, "Oh, they signed. They trade for Lindor. It means they're gonna go on and get Springer, uh, whoever." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so like, if they get Lindor, if they went with no expectations, that that was a perfect offseason. They let they get Lindor right. And that was awesome, right? It's like, like you said, that's like the start of the kind of like domino effect of, okay, we're going to get Lindor, we'll get Bauer or uh, Springer, right? Yeah. Um, You know, that's like the domino effect. And then none of those things wound up happening. So, you know, um, I'm really, really happy. Lindor is probably like one of the biggest trades in Mets history, if not the biggest. They still haven't resigned him. I mean, Hopefully. they said spring trainings. That's that's when those talks go down in spring training. Yeah. So you know, but but you know, with the addition of just Lindor, I don't really think the Mets are good enough yet to really like compete. Compete. You know what I mean? I I would wait. I mean, they they have just naturally some of the most talent in the league. Not like just without any. They have some of the best pitching talent, hitting talent. I don't, will they put it all together? I don't know, but. I mean, a lot of question marks, though, too. I a lot mean, of question like, marks. A lot of guys. Stroman that... didn't play last year. Um, Syndergaard's going to co- maybe come back during the year. Yeah, and a lot of guys that hitting-wise that aren't, like, completely proven-proven. Proven. Yep. Like, you have, like, McNeil and Pete, Nimmo. Like, those guys are good. Conforto, even. Conforto, more so than, less so than the other guys. But, like, guys that you know are solid young guys, but they could very easily just have a very yeah. poor year. And, like, guys that ha- don't really have playoff experience that yeah. much at all. Or even just, like, even just, like, pennant race experience. Yeah. Um, the only one like Conforto obviously was there, but other than that, yeah, um, I don't know. 
And also, yeah. Lindor even had a poor year. Like, you don't know how he's going to bounce back from, like, yeah. obviously you expect him to do very... Playing city now, too. You know, yeah, but that, that kind of stuff. But by May, we should have a better understanding. And even by May, I think even if, they start off, even if they start off poor, I still think they're... Their pitching can hold them up. Maybe they make a move, but it's classic Mets that they start off hot and then get poor. That's that is true. The, that's usually the formula. We'll see. Um, from a Yankees perspective, how are you feeling going into the season? More confident than I think most people are on Twitter. The, the, I'm excited. Yeah, the the sky seems to be falling for a lot of people on Yankees Twitter. But how do you I, feel about like so you lose Tanaka, right? Like, Tanaka was tough, I, but I. If it was more tough because I like Tanaka, yeah, less because you, of his you skill. Have like a connection to him, not just like a. I don't know how Drew feels, but it was more a connection than actual skill. Nah, I, yeah, I feel the same way. Like he obviously had his ups and downs, but it was kind of sad to see him go. It's like it's like the same with like Gardner. If he comes back, it's like not because it's not that I want him back because I know he's gonna be like so good. It's because like just like it's like weird not to have Gardner on the team. Like he's a little reliable. Like they're, yeah. that's but that's one of those team guys. That's like two of those. Guys. That's two of the guys. Like they're just both like very reliable. But I kind of don't mind them going with, like, Kluber and Tyon, who are, like, more boomer bust. And those guys are, like, f- kind of faces of the Yankees the past, like... Yeah, like, those like, guys... You like, just always saw them. They were yeah. always on the Yankees. You but, know, but I think that's why they kind of flame out in the playoffs a lot. It's because they got guys that are reliable. They know we'll put up someone, but they don't have, like, the boom guys that become, like, studs. Like, Kluber and Tyon, if they work out the way they should, or they work out perfectly, Kluber could be one of the better pitchers in the league, and Tyon could turn to one of the better young guys in the league too. That's why I, I love Tyon. I think he'll be super good for them. Especially with like Domingo Herman gonna be back. Like that's obviously gonna be like a great arm to have back in the rotation. Also getting like getting rid of Ottavino and getting like an O'Day, that I like that too. I mean it they're you they're kinda of cutting down on like big cer- certain players that make big money and using that money to disperse over like three different positions, which I prefer Instead of paying out of you know, even though he's pretty good, paying out of you know eight million, instead got O'Day and a bunch of other guys combined to make up for that eight million. So, from last year to this year, right? Obviously, like you know how last year ended, but like from the beginning of last year versus the beginning of this year, are you more confident or less confident in the Yankees? Mm. I'm I'm pretty equal because I mean with the with the lineup, like there's not going to be many changes except I did just see like Boone said that Frazier is going to be our guy in left field. Which I prefer, is I prefer that honestly. I like that. Yeah, I would like that too. But I don't know. The offense is still there. That will make you back. And the mm-hmm. pitching, like we took some hits, but we also threw in some great arms. So I'd say more confident. I'd say more confident. Because I mean, I, I never thought they would win last year. I think, I think the 60 game season kind of goes against what makes them great. Their depth and everything is kind of what puts them over the. Was what makes them so much better than everyone else in this regular season because they have just like unlimited amounts of depth. So I mean, sixty game season, you only get to show that off. It's kind of like who has the best spurt. But uh, so I'd probably prefer them in a one sixty two game. Yeah, and that was probably the worst post COVID season because it was just so short that it was just like it was over before it started. It was like over so quick, and it was just like the least representative of. I that mean, league. Like, NFL was fine. NBA did their bubble thing fine. Pretty much had their whole season. It, it's, MLB was the only one that was really, like, a very, very, very different It's just that season. baseball relies so much on the long season. Like, it takes... It, yeah. It's really, like, a survival... Like, it's, like, a longevity thing in baseball more so yeah. than just, like, a sprint. It's like, a like, beauty of it. Yeah. That was lost with the 60-game schedule. Because, like, like, the Yankees were, like, 34-26. and 26. Like, they're not a 34-... and Like, they go, like, they go 34-26 and 26 in, like, a 60-game stretch out. A season and usually, then and then they win a hundred games still. Yeah. So it doesn't really show like 
kind of how good they could have been no, or any I, how I, and I, agree. I was just like one example like a lot of teams were like that and like the Dodgers have been waiting to get their championship for a few years now and like they finally got it but it but, still yeah, felt like they deserve even, like, it they deserve it kinda, it was so forgettable though it like, was the season there was, was so that one game where they uh the one one where uh, the way the Rays won it though it was the walk off the Phillips walk off where he uh, they Jansen he had like the uh, double went through his legs. See, I don't even remember. See, like, it's so forgettable. That was the one game I remember. It was like the season in general. But yeah, I mean there was a couple fun games, but I know what you mean. Yeah, like, so, this year will be much better, I think, in terms yeah, of just actual. For sure, maybe there'll be fans like will be fans back. back. Yeah, so. We'll see, but uh, we'll talk about NBA for the last 15 minutes. But I, one more thing, man, will be I saw, you see this, Tatis Jr. and the Padres in agreement on a 14-year, $340 wow. million dollar contract wow. extension. 14 years. 300. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's How good. How old is he right now? 22. He is young. He's very young. I mean, he's going to get another That's payday crazy. probably <laughs> by the end of that contract. He'll still be playing, right? Yeah. I mean, 36? I, I, I hope so. Yeah. I, honestly, an underpay. Not an underpay, but like a... It's bargain, it's a it's, good, it's, deal, a, good it's a good deal. I mean, for, for both, both sides. Yeah, yep. you're not gonna you're not gonna say underpay thirty three hundred forty. Three hundred forty million for anyone is it's still a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, anyway, talk NBA for the last fifteen minutes. Uh, so the season started uh, Christmas around Christmas. So what do you want to talk about? What what headlines? What teams? Players? All right, let's start with the Nets. Actually, let's start with the Jim, Nets. Jim, they got a. Uh, Jimmy Harden. Jimbo. They got uh, James Harden in a trade to bolster their even already Sa- stacked team. Saved Karis LeVert's life. Yes, that's, his, that's, uh, that is interesting. Kidney uh, tumor, whatever it was. That is interesting that that trade Base, it's, potentially, it's, it's, it potentially saved his life. I mean, it, he life. would have never even known it was there, the kidney. Or, yeah. So Karis LeVert had a kidney, what was it, tumor, I think? He had a tumor on his, was it kidney? I, I, it was some part of his body. He had a that, tumor internally. Yeah, that it was like he didn't feel it at all. No, it was like only it was, found in the physical. It was found in MRI that he took, which he yeah. wouldn't have gotten. Which players have to do physicals when they get traded mm-hmm. to make sure they're okay. And he would he would not have gotten an MRI until not recently until no. po- either he got hurt until he got hurt possibly yeah. or like next or season, yeah or, or until update or whatever yeah so I mean if that lasts a whole other year you never know what could have happened to him yeah so that's I mean that's interesting that's actually like an interesting thing to take away from. Uh, from the trade, but other than that, like when you're actually talking about the trade, um, it was good. It's good for the Nets. Good, I think it was good all, almost all around. I think everyone got what kind of what they wanted. Yeah. Jared Allen's a great addition for the. I like. I love Allen and Liver. I always like. They're they're both like amazing. It's just that hard. You have the chance to get hard. Yeah, you got to go no. for. It. And that's like the thing I feel like NBA teams don't realize, is like yeah, like oh, like trade Jamal Murray for Harden. Like why would you ever want to trade Jamal? Like Jamal Murray's so good, but it's like. He's just on a different level. Like, that's just like an example. Or like, it's, it's, a, it's a good player versus a superstar. Yeah, or like like he turned down like no were, one wants to trade Tyler. H- yeah, Harrell. like what? Just so silly. Like yeah, like like I love Duncan Robinson as much as the next guy. Like Duncan Robinson is really good, but like Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson a bunch of picks is nowhere near as valuable as James Harden. Harden. That's the thing is like so you're trying to win a championship. Like Miami, right? They had that team. And they made it. They did really well in the bubble. They're not even doing as well this year. Did really well in the bubble. Made it to the final. The bubble rims. And they still got blown out by the Lakers. It's like that. That team right there is. If they had James, be good if they enough. had James Harden on that team last year, they could have competed. They could have very easily beaten the Lakers. Yeah. That very team easily. though, right there, is never going to win an NBA championship without 
another piece I mean, or superstar or you know. If you're talking about like uh, alone, they're not going to win. If you're talking about like value, like if you're talking about the players is like like stocks, I guess, or like just val- like value wise, yeah. Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson will have the most value they'll ever have in their entire right career now. right now. Yep. Tyler Hero won't be anywhere as good as what people think he'll be at this moment. People think at this moment, like the way they value him is like top 10 possible player in the league like no he's not no and it's again like you said it's like it's not that he's bad it's not that he's bad it's just that he just had a very good postseason it's the excitement from the bubble yeah which is even now kind of wearing off a little bit he had a great game in the biggest stage he did well in the bubble and then Jack Harlow writes a song not even not even like he didn't even do well (laughs) he didn't even do well he just had like a very good like couple of games I wouldn't say he did well the entire bubble like, did he? Does he even warrant a song right now? I know. I don't think so. I mean, it's a good song. It's a, oh, it's a good song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but but uh, no, I mean, Mo, like, Mo Bamba has a song, but he's barely even getting minutes for the Magic. I just, well, no, that's <laughs> different. Though. That's different. I, I know. Jeff I know. And Mo Bamba I know. I know. But so I'm just saying. I'm just. It's like it, rapping songs don't don't mean much. No, but I'm saying like for you to get a song. Yeah, you need to. Like there's a, a reason a really you get that artist, song. You know what I mean? Like a really like popular artist right now. It's yeah, because of how he that's true. The Jack, yeah, that's true. Jack Harlow and him aren't friends. He just saw Tyler Hero on the TV. He was like, "That guy like deserves a song right now." Yeah, about and they're both like, <laughs> and he played at uh, Kentucky, and Jack Harlow's a huge Louisville, Louisville fan, so they're even really? rivals. I didn't even know that. About it. And it's like so, if you look at any other like songs like White Iverson, like that talked about like AD Harden, like it, it's it's it's, good it's, it's high praise or Drake, like Katie and Kyrie, like it, it's high praise to be in those songs. Yeah, to get like, or to even just have one like have a line, your have name. a have Literally a your name. Yeah, the song is his name. It's not even like a drop the line. It's no, like it's about his him. Name. He's in the music video. Like all of that comes from his one really hot bubble performance that isn't like really looking like yeah. that this year. So yeah, I'm, I mean, you you know my 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 theory about the bubble rims. Did I ever tell you? I no. Oh, I might tell my my friends at home. The bubble rims are real. Th- I read like an article during the bubble, like how how much it changes playing on the same rim every night, like playing in the same arena, same gym every night. How players should shoot so much better. I don't know if you noticed, teams like rare like did not miss a lot in the bubble. Like there were a lot of high scoring games like all the time. Yeah. And I I swear to, I swear it's the bubble rims. I mean, look at Jamal Murray. He you did not like, miss for an entire the entire wait, bubble. You guys like Olenek. Yeah. So what's your what's your theory? That guys so in the bubble like shot better. On playing on the same rim, same gym, or same arena. I don't know. It was a ballroom, whatever. Same yeah. arena every night made it easier for them to shoot shoot better. A la yeah. Jamal I mean, Murray. It's like a constant oh, yeah. to have, and like you're always on those hoops. Yeah. Oh, so you don't think the hoops were actually different? No, 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 no. I, I, I think they say the rims are different. No, no. Yeah, I, I just think it's literally just like they just became comfortable. Oh, well, with those that rims. makes sense. I mean, you're, no, but you it also comfortable if you're playing in the same place. You're never like gonna that. play like that ever again. You're gonna be playing in different arenas for the rest of your life. Like Jamal yeah. Murray, like he's never gonna play like that. It was also for the first time that they ever played with no fans. It's literally just straight up skill versus skill. Like there's no outside influence. But that could have helped like guys like Tyler Hero, Jamal Murray, guys play like that. Even who like Trent Gary Trent right Gary Trent Rondo Rondo had like yeah was killing it yeah so I mean that's not I mean that's I mean it's not like it's not like they're bad it's an hypothesis but it's not it, bad. It, I I still think it's like it's like that's just like a player thing I mean I don't really play I'm not really a big basketball player that much but Drew <laughs> I can can attest to it <laughs> yeah. no I agree um but yeah I mean other than that um this season so Nets how how do you feel going forward for the Nets they're they're just a they're just all over the place. Like they're some days. They're, like when push comes to shove, like are you actually confident? When push come, when they get to the playoffs, I will be confident. They'll, I know they'll be playing hard. They all have, like played deep into the postseason. They know what the what it takes. At least Kyrie and Hart, Kyrie and Katie do. 
So I won't be worried about that. Right now, they're just coasting, and I guess f- based on the day, I'll feel I feel more or less confident. Okay. So, so I feel more confident when they all start playing together because they always keep doubling up, two in, two play, two are in, one are out, one's in, two are out. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that too. The whole sitting thing doesn't really give you a gauge on how they actually are, but they better start playing together a little more frequently because last year I, mean, I really, really feel like the Clippers got hurt yeah, by that whole thing. And I mean, it's not even like their fault. Like Katie literally got taken out with COVID twice. Yeah. Harden came in. 15 games in the year. Kyrie disappeared Kyrie, for a Kyrie, week Kyrie, and a half. Kyrie's is kind Kyrie, of... Yeah, Kyrie's, yeah, but whatever. But, I mean, like, it, they literally just, like, have been kind of snake-bitten by, like, kind of things they can't control. Katie actually got hurt this week, this this past week, so I didn't, you didn't say that, but it's mostly been out of their control. Yeah, I agree. Um, for the Thunder, for my favorite team, um, they're actually very, very enjoyable Very competitive. To watch. Very competitive. I competitive, mean, the, and the best they, thing is competitive losses. They beat the Nets with... Two of the three, I think. I think, K- I think it was Kyrie and they also Hard- lost Kyrie by and Katie. Like hundred. They like, like yeah. That, like that was when Harden. That was when, that was when Harden was playing. But uh, <laughs> no, I mean they're the best thing. Competitive losses, right? They lost by one to the Lakers, and then they wound up losing by like two to the Lakers in the same week. You want to tank, so we need those losses. But losing by two to really good teams—that's basically a win. That's more of a win than a yeah, win, actually. It's more of a win than a win because <laughs> it gives you hope for the future. But you're still trying to get a good draft pick. So I mean, they're really exciting to watch. Dort has went from a meme to, like to being like legit good. a legit, really good defender and well, a decent offense. See, that's player. the difference is that Dort, like when I say bubble rims, like Dort, he, he still shot poorly in the bubble. <laughs> he was a yeah. good shooter. He actually got better since the bubble. Yeah. It was his defense that made him like made him good. Yeah. Like he's still like amazing. He dropped, well, he did drop thirty in that final game. Oh, he did. But then, yeah, like you said, his shooting is still a little uh, his touch and go. Still needs touch work. and go. It still needs work. Well, I haven't watched a lot of them. I watched the Nets when the Nets played him, and he was he's pretty been poor. The three though, it's it's just uh, it's like a little inconsistent. But undrafted rookie, now he's just kind of still a rookie. Second year, still a rookie. Like on yeah, I mean, I mean, if if it just. It needs to get a little bit better. I mean, he can still make like free throws, I guess. I haven't really watched him. Yeah, too. no, and he's still good on like he can still go in and like dunk. And, like, he's not like Roberson, who we were talking about before. He's not oh, like no, Roberson, no, no. where it's no. like you hack a shack him, like and get him like, off the court. It's like a big deal every time he plays someone good and defends them. It's like a must-watch TV. Like last night, he was defending Dame, and it was like a. Oh, really yeah, it was a big good. deal. And LeBron, there was a Le- LeBron. It was a big deal when him, he was LeBron's guarding the, the hands, the hands in, the in his face. face. Guarded LeBron. He's, he's guarding uh, John Morant tonight. It's always, like, a big deal. Like, people will be tweeting about it. It's, like, people are actually watching him defend people, and it's, like... That's interesting, because, no like, one no one really... Business to watch no one really right watches now. people defend people, you know? And, and no one tunes too, yeah. in to watch people defend, but, like, it's just interesting that he's, like, so... No, he's really... Such yeah, a big deal. He's really special, like, from from defending perspective. And then, like, like if he could just get, like, decent at offense, you know what I mean? And he is, like, okay right now. I mean, now. guys get better at shooting all the time. Like, look... The guys that aren't Taj. Good, Taj, yeah, like Taj. I was, I was actually going to use Taj as Taj Bang, Fairfield's point card, exact example. Yeah, um, but that's the thing is he doesn't even have to get much better offensively if he could still be like a defensive beast and then like decent on yeah. offense. Like because we still have Shea who's killing it right now. Um, Baisley is developing. Maladon, Taylor. Maladon's like kind of a steal, like low key. He's kind of like no. He was he played really well against the Nets. I, yeah. he, I was, he impressed me. Our first round pick. Alexis Poshin. He's in the G League, but I mean, he's literally, I think he just turned 19, so it's still like, you know, and then we have like a million picks coming up, so I'm pretty optimistic. I also really like their You need the the balls to, you need need the uh, lottery balls to flow your way. Oh, they're going to say you need the ball brothers to come. (laughs) You need the lottery brothers to flow your way. Lottery balls. Cade Cunningham, right? Cade Cunningham. 
Yeah, I, I don't really know. It's weird this year because a lot of players, top players are in the G League right now. Like you have like, uh, I forget his name, but whatever. Uh, there's a couple guys in the G League. Uh, Jalen Green, he's in the G League right now instead of college, so it's like you don't really see him as much. So anyway, that's my take on that. Lakers are kind Obviously. of like are kind of like secondary team. 80s out, but you know LeBron's gonna coast, do what he does. Yeah. So Lakers play the Nets tomorrow night. Must watch TV. We're excited. We're gonna watch it. Um, it's crazy. Those teams have so much star power that without AD and KD, it's still like a really must, good game. Yeah, it's still like still must watch TV. Uh, as far as the Lakers, they've been playing well. AD's been out, and LeBron's been playing really well. Kind of making his MVP case a Kuz little bit. Who's playing well? Yeah. Caruso's playing well. He saw that block he had the other day. So Schroeder. They're still on track. Schroeder too. I love Dennis Schroeder. Obviously, Thunder last year. But I'm happy for him. This now year. you have you have a couple new teams in the West, kind of threatening like the Jazz. I think the Jazz low key. They've could, always been like they good. could be a, the way they're playing this year. The way they're playing right now, they could be a very legitimate threat to the. Yeah, they've Lakers. always stuck around. Just like the way they the way their team like operates, I could see them giving the Lakers trouble. Mm, yeah, and then like even like a Portland is still kind of over yeah. there. Portland, you saw like the Suns, obviously. The like, Nuggets, Nuggets, Clippers, obviously. Like, like yeah. there, there, there's a lot of threatening, threatening teams in the West yeah. and even East too. I mean, for no, the Nets, the East definitely got a lot better. The too. East with the like their top is, I think it's the Bucks. The too. top, it's top heavy. I think the Bucks are solid. The Sixers are solid. That is true. First round in the East is always pretty much of a sleeper. Yeah. But, um, Once you get to like the real teams, like the Celtics, yeah, Raptors, the, those teams are still solid. Even how are the Pacers doing? They're, they're okay. I mean, they're kind of. Topped out. They don't have that top player. They don't have Levert. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wait, where Oladipo's on Houston? Oladipo's now? on Houston now. How is he doing? Okay. Like, yeah, I think they. They got hurt. Him. He's been hurt, so I think he hasn't really had the chance. But they were playing better when he was in. They were playing yeah. solid. But uh, yeah, other they're than making that, the. They're making the trade. Like it was like Nets and Rockets are both six and three since the Harden. Tra- that was like a couple weeks ago. I was like. Uh-huh. Nets and, Har- Nets and Rockets are both six and three like since the Harden. Or something? They're like, oh, did they get better. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, is there any other stuff you want to talk about? Hey, Knicks, Knicks are looking okay. Julius they're losing. Randall, they're All-Star? losing right now. I think he. Did, I honestly, I was always on the train of like it's Julius Randall, like he's not an All Star. But I watched him his last Just game against the Hawks. We got forty. Just drop forty. It was. He's really good. Also, who's uh? He's who's really, that rookie really that they good. Keep saying he's playing well. Uh, Toppin. Oh, uh, quickly IQ. Uh, yeah, quickly. He's really good. Too. I mean, I'm watching them right now. They're. They're fun to watch. Like they're legitimately like fun to watch. They just got Derrick Rose. Yeah, D right? Rose. That was interesting. I mean, yeah. odd, but I, I don't mind them. But like, it's not a bad. It's not like a bad um, pickup. They're really because I mean, they're not. If they're not gonna, they traded what DSJ for him. It's not like Dennis Smith is gonna do much for them anyway. He didn't yeah. play. So if you're if you want to try and like do something in the playoffs, you might as well get a little extra help. Yeah. So, um, things are looking good right now in the sports world. It's been pretty interesting. Pretty exciting. Finally feeling a little normal with all the fa- with fans back. Fans back, for sure. With us back. Us back, fans so, back. you know, um, yeah. That's kind of it for tonight. We went right to the bell, pretty much. Uh, it was really fun being back. I feel like we had a good show. We have to talk about a lot. It'll start to get more normal as we go into, like, just talking about what happened in the past week. It was a little bit of a recap. Yeah, a little bit of a recap night, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, we'll be back, three of us, next week, Wednesday, 8 p.m., same time. This is Evening Sports on WVF 88.5 FM, also on streaming services. Check us out. We'll see you next week on WVOF. Until then, stay safe, have a good week, and go Stags.